Welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. Hope you are doing well. Hope you have been spending your time taking good care of yourself and the people you love and just the world in which you live because we are responsible for ourselves and how we move through space. And we are just responsible. And sometimes we don't recognize that we have such a big stake in what happens in our daily life and when we project more broadly when we look to the future we are responsible and so often we think that we don't have much control over whatever is happening in our world and i'm here to tell you while we can't control a lot of things there are more things that we can control than I think we give credit to. The most important being our mind. We have the ability to control our mind. And I wonder if you've ever really thought about it like that. That's why I wanted to focus on today. Control your mind. I learned, I'm going to say 30 something years ago, this concept very specifically stated in that way came to me, it was 33 years ago, I think, I went to my very first meditation retreat that's called an intensive. I meditated for the very first time and had the experience of, the tangible experience of recognizing that I had had so many experiences, so many profound experiences, good, bad, and everything in between. And in that moment of a very deep meditation, I recognized that I did not equal my experiences, that there was something about me, the, the essence of my being that was different from the things that had happened, the things that I had engaged in, the things that others had done or said, that, that I was separate from those things and that the way to recognize the separateness, not taking away any responsibility, but just that you know, my being, my spirit, my heart, my brain were different was to control the mind. Because when you take hold of the mind and you teach the mind to follow whatever you wanted to follow, to think about what you wanted to think about, 
to just follow in line with what your spirit says. When you can control that, you can have peace. And you can have a lot of clarity because you're not thinking one thing, saying another thing, and doing yet another. So the notion of yoga, which means unity, the way I learned it is the unity of mind, so thought, word, and deed. When they are all in alignment, then usually you have a clear path ahead. It doesn't mean it's the only path you'll take. It doesn't mean that there won't be changes in the way that you do things. But if your thoughts, your words, and your deeds are in alignment, A, it's happening because you are taking control of yourself, starting with your thoughts. You are making conscious choices about what you put out in the world, what you say, what what you think, what you say, and what you do. And a clear path comes as a result of that. I mean, it does. And sometimes the, you walk down that clear path and you go, oh, I'm not sure if this is right for me. Other times you see this is good. And if I take this step, then it leads to another good step if I'm focused on it. And in order to have the focus, you have to engage control. So is that easy? Absolutely not. Think about just any given day of your life. How many times are you, would you say, if you really think about your behavior, how many times have you been in control of your thoughts, words, and deeds all day long? How many times have you done what you told yourself you were going to do? Check, I did that. Check, I did that. Oops, I didn't do that. Let me go back and do it. This is why I believe in lists. And those of you who've been with me for a long time know, I believe in writing things down and checking them off, even the simplest things. So when I say simple, it's the simple things are often super important. For example, the idea of drinking water. I talk about this all the time because we're supposed to drink water. It's just helps our bodies to be strong and focused and clear and healthy. And a lot of times we don't remember very basic things. So I write it down when I, I don't write it down every day when I am not focused on it and I know, oops, I need to pay closer attention. That's when I write it down so that I remember, oh, drink water. Um, if there's somebody I need to call, call this person. If there's a, a chore that I'm supposed to fulfill, do this. And then I literally check it off. So at the end of the day, I can see, ah, I was in alignment with the things I told myself I had to do. That is practicing control of your mind, doing what you told yourself you're going to do. Not allowing distractions to get in the way. Not allowing just the thought, oh, I don't have to do that. I don't feel like doing that, which happens to all of us. Instead of allowing ourselves to sort of collapse into, I don't feel like doing something. If you have decided that you are going to follow a path and you're going to fulfill whatever it is and you write it down and commit to it, it makes it easier to fulfill it. So that's sort of the general sense. Now I'm going to give you the, what feels like the curveball. What about 
you have your list of things that you're going to do. You feel confident about those things. And then something happens. The curveball. Something happens in your day and it's like, ugh, this happened and I can't do whatever it is I promised myself or someone else that I was going to do. My spirit feels diminished because something happened and therefore I can't complete whatever I promised I was going to do. I'll give you a couple of examples of what I mean. I was talking to my daughter the other day and she was telling me that she got distracted for a bit because of college relationship drama. How many of us have been there? And it really threw her off for a moment and she had to A, a recognize this has thrown me off, B, course correct. And it took a minute. So I'm not going to share all her business with you, but I'll share mine, I, which I told her something that I learned from my mother. You tell your children and anybody else these lessons on a need to know basis. So this was a moment when she needed to know something that had happened for me when I was in college. So I was primarily a straight A student. I was very focused on school and took my studies incredibly seriously and had the intention of doing what my father taught me, excellence is the only option. And then there was a boy. <laughs> and I was transfixed by this young man who was very smart. And I now know both distracted and a bit um, disturbed. And he wasn't good for me, but I didn't realize that. Or that's not even true. I realized it, but I looked past it. I wanted this relationship to work. And I was convinced that I was going to do whatever I could to make it work. What did that do for me? It derailed me in a big way. The I, I was a straight A student. I got two B's in college. And they were because of the time that I was engaged in a relationship with this man because he was a big distraction and he wasn't suggesting that we study, even though he was in school too, he, it, he was not a good choice for me. And because it took me a minute, a long minute to figure out how to extract myself from this relationship that was not healthy, it had a negative impact. And I've thought about this relationship many times because I've unpacked it in lots of different ways, but I thought about it recently because I was reflecting on something I wanted to share with my daughter of a lesson I learned. And then in thinking of talking to you about controlling your mind and how important it is, things happen. Things happen in life. In this case, it was a relationship in other cases, it's feedback that you receive that eh, doesn't put you in the light that you think is your best light. And what do you do when you get criticism that feels really harsh? Or what do you do when you think people are going to show up for you and they don't? What do you do when whatever goal you have set, it seems like uh you know, like the snowplow came in and got in the way and knocked it over. Or like 
whatever image you can come up with that just shows that something that you were focused on got derailed. What do you do though? When you feel that it is affecting your spirit, affecting your productivity, affecting your ability to do whatever it is that you have committed to do, and that could be so many things. Most of us work. Sometimes these things that derail us make it difficult for us to work. I've talked before about my very close friend who whenever she was sad about something, she said, I'm going to take to my bed. That sometimes meant she didn't even go to work because she was just like, I'm done. I can't think. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And she would pull the covers up over her head and take a nap. Sometimes that works, but a lot of times it doesn't because if you have responsibilities, you need to fulfill them. What do you do when you feel derailed? What do you do when you just can't figure out the way forward and you feel stuck? This is something important for all of us to think about. And so let's pull up the quote that I found, which I think is helpful. It's from Dr. Maya Angelou. And she said, you may not control all of the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. Okay, listen, everybody. Close your eyes. Listen. I want you to really take this in here, this wisdom from Maya Angelou. She said, you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. I thought that was such a powerful statement because it is true. Things happen. Things happen every day. Things happen in nature, in the weather, in work, in relationships, in family, in neighbors. Things happen. How do we respond to the things that happen? Maya Angelou says you can decide. You, it's an action. You can decide not to be reduced by them. I think that's so powerful. You can decide. So this is showing your power. You can decide not to be reduced by them. So what I described this relationship with this man in college, I was definitely, I allowed myself to be reduced by that relationship. It was very painful. It was, first it was euphoric and then it was painful. And isn't that how things work? If the pendulum swings both ways, if something is too great, it's going to end up being the opposite, too bad. And that's what happened in this case. And I was young and it took me longer than I am comfortable admitting to extricate myself from it. But that's life. We learn from these situations and if we process what we've learned and figure out what is the lesson, then we can share like I did with my daughter. But it doesn't change that it happened. And, and in that case, I was reduced by the way I chose to engage in this relationship. So fast forward, I, I was interviewing a woman, a wonderful woman recently, who had been in a relationship with someone long ago. And... Uh, they were married and had a few years that were really happy. And then they broke up and got together decades later. 
and it was so sweet to watch them. It seemed like such a wonderful engagement between them. And then I learned that they broke up and I had the occasion, and I know both of them, I had the occasion to talk to her and I did not know that they had broken up at that point. She said, no, I had to. And the reason, she said, there were things that were nice about the relationship, but when she examined the things that weren't, what she recognized, she told me, is that she didn't like the person that she had become, the things that she was thinking about herself and the behaviors that she was adopting and the way she was engaging with him and other people. She didn't like it. And she's grown enough to know, hmm, I, I don't like that and I don't have to live like that. I don't have to put up with this. I don't have to put myself in a position where I am behaving in a way that is not in alignment with who I believe I am and how I want to move through this world. I thought that was so powerful. It, there was a, a spark that occurred that ignited the whole moment for her to realize, uh, maybe not. And usually it takes something because when you're feeling good, why are you going to move on? But the something occurred and let her know, while I thought this was going to be a match made in heaven, you know, a rematch, it's not. And she had the courage to move on. Why? because what was happening in that relationship was not in alignment with who she thinks she is. I thought that was brilliant and I wanted to share it with you. Another thing, because that, you know, there are lots of relationships that we have and this notion of needing to control your mind is befitting for any and all of them. So I'll give you another example and I'm giving you examples so you this can spark you thinking of your own examples, what's happening in your life where you might want to course correct, where you can take control of your mind even more and make choices that will support you and the moment. So another example of, uh, I recently, well, a few months ago, interviewed someone and it was a part one of an interview. And I recently learned that for this, and it's for a project where there are a number of people who do interviews. And I recently learned that the person I interviewed requested that somebody else complete the interview. I was like, ooh, really? Well, you can imagine my first thought was, oh my goodness, somebody, this is, feels like rejection. Well, it is rejection. That doesn't just feel like it. If I was supposed to do something and she asked for somebody else to do it, that is probably the definition of rejection. And before I allow myself to feel a particular way, like to feel bad, to feel mad, any of those kinds of things, what, when I learned it immediately, I reached out to the organizer of the project and I said, I would like to have some feedback. What happened? Can you get me the answer to what happened for this person to choose to work with somebody else to complete this project? Because it says something didn't go well. Something didn't go well that I did that didn't work for this person. And rather than me feeling diminished, feeling sad, feeling angry, pointing my finger at them, well, it's just because they are so-and-so away. No, rather than having any of those thoughts, I want to know. 
I want to know what is the reason so that I can improve. And, and I don't know yet because it just happened. So uh, to stay tuned, I'll let you know. But because I took that action of let me be responsible, let me reach out and find out what can I do better so that this doesn't happen again. And, and I don't presume that because I have been doing what I do for a long time, that it's perfect. I don't think any of us is perfect in that sense. We can always improve. Sometimes we have a bad day. You know, there are lots of reasons why things occur and we could do a better job. What is important and what I've learned is don't deflect. Don't blame somebody else. Don't don't diminish your role in something, but also as Dr. Maya Angelou said, and let's see what she said, you know, you don't, don't allow yourself to be reduced by it. So in this case, I'm not feeling distraught, sad, or anything because something didn't work right. I'm going to find out what didn't work right so that I can figure out a way forward. <clears throat> so the quote, you may not control all the events that happened to you true. You you do not. She says you may not trust. You do not control all the events that happen to you. Things happen all day, every day, including when you're sleeping. But you can decide not to be reduced by them. So in this case, I'm deciding I'm not going to feel bad. I'm going to learn. I'm going to be proactive and figure out how can I tweak the way that I engage this, this person for the next person. Because I took action instantly, I didn't give myself a chance to feel bad. I just said, <clears throat> let me figure it out. Let me figure out what I need to do so that I can be better. So for you, take this quote seriously. You may not control all the events that happened to you. Things happen every day, all day long, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. So take a moment now and, and think about a, a time. It could be recent. It could be in the past. But if you have something recent, it's good because it, it shows that things are always happening. So if, if you can think of a time in the recent past when things didn't quite go the way you wanted, something happened and you didn't handle it as best as you think you could have. Or you got feedback that said, even if you thought you did well, maybe you didn't. Think about that time and look at it from all angles. What happened from your perspective? What happened outside of you? Just like, what happened? What was your role in it? What were the roles of other people in it? And what could you have done differently? And what can you do now? What can you do right now? What action can you take so that you are not reduced by whatever this seemingly negative thing is that occurred? So I believe, first acknowledge that it happened. 
whatever it is, this happened. And that may seem obvious, but I want to say to you, many of us pretend things didn't happen. You know, when you were a kid and you did something and you knew you were going to get in trouble, pull those covers over your head and your mama comes in the room and what happened? Nothing. How did this happen? I don't know what you're talking about. A lot of kids do that lying that they believe they're so good at it. Their parents can't see through it. And usually it's so obvious. It's because usually it's obvious even when you're an adult. If you did something, admit that you did it. Why? Because it takes such an incredible burden off of your shoulders in the moment. If you simply acknowledge it happened and you had a role in it. So that's the first thing. You may not control the events or, or sometimes you do. Sometimes you were in control of that thing that didn't go so well, whatever the fact may be. But how can you not be reduced by it? Acknowledge it. Acknowledge your role in it. Look to see how you can fix it. Never lie about it. And do the work. What is the work that has to be done so that you're not reduced by it? So, you know, in some situations, like in relationship situations, sometimes you need help. Does that mean that you need a therapist? You need a professional to help you work through something where you did feel reduced, where you do feel reduced. If it's a class and you got a bad grade, rather than hiding and pretending like it didn't happen, you get a tutor. You speak to your professor. Whether, it, you know, you, you lost your job and you can't pay your bills, you don't pretend like you don't have bills. You talk to the people you owe money and negotiate a, a deal. Well, I could go on and on. There's so many scenarios that are part of our lives when we often pull the covers over our head and pretend that whatever happened didn't. When you do that, you do get reduced by it. And sometimes when you get reduced and you stay reduced, it feels impossible to break out of it, to be able to stand up straight and tall and breathe. And so the action here is you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide, action, you can decide not to be reduced by them. That decision is the first action. But then after that decision, what do you have to do to not be reduced? Very often it means aligning yourself with others who can support you. Very often it means stepping away from those who don't. Sometimes it means apologizing. Sometimes it means doing something over. Sometimes it means moving. Sometimes it means stepping away from a job, a relationship, whatever kind of relationship. There are choices that we make that affect our whole life. And, and I interviewed Shirley Ralph recently, and she talked about choice and just the fact that, hey, it, this is our life. This is your life. And the choices that you make make a difference all the difference in the world. So why not make a choice that will uplift you rather than a choice that will diminish you? 
that will reduce you to something less than the fullness of who you are. It's all about conscious choice, recognizing what has occurred, acknowledging it, admitting it, seeing it for what it is, even when it's hard, and then finding a way forward. That finding a way forward takes a lot of energy, a lot of commitment. I do believe that those lists can help. What is the way forward out of whatever the mess might be? Make a list. Here's the goal. How, the, the mess you got to get out of, here's the goal. How do you fulfill the goal? So it's like it's easy to see when we've just had terrible storms and I was watching the news and giant trees fell down and buildings have collapsed in different places. People who have that physical thing that happened in their lives, that list is not so difficult, even though it may be difficult. The tree has to be removed. The roof has to be repaired. The electricity has to be restored. Um, you know, things like that. Those are obvious. The refrigerator, you know, you have to empty the refrigerator because sadly all the food went bad. You got to get more food, whatever those things are. If you can apply those same kind of clear understandings of what you have to do to fix a situation, when it's obvious, it's physical, like a tree fell down or you had an accident, you got to get your car repaired and you may have to go to physical therapy if you got hurt. Apply those same things to things that are more spiritual, that are less tangible or less obviously tangible and see what happens. When you control your mind and you don't allow yourself to be reduced by the things that happen to you, you can create peace, happiness, and a way forward. So I hope that you will take this to heart and that you will make choices that will help you to stay in control of your mind, for you to be able to put your foot forward wherever you intend for it to go, and that you can find peace in each moment as you move forward. So thank you for spending this time with me. It's always great to be together. And until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste. Mm -hmm.